Welcome to another episode of the Best Kept Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, aka the guy about nothing, aka Falaren. I am not alone. I am joined by my brethren, Mbilo My Just and Prince Dways. What's going on, gents? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Calm vibes today. Chilling. Easy. Brief. I feel like actually it's always calm vibes. I don't know why I'm lying. But yeah, nah, 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 some days are not calm, bro. Some days you're depressed. That's you, though. <laughs> nah, that's you, bro. How many okay, times no, you said okay, you died, on, the, on the depression, on the depression thing, yes. Okay, I thought <laughs> like on the moving mad thing, that's you. Okay, like, I be moving the, mad the, still. I, I won't yeah, lie. Okay, yeah, so yeah, on the on the down bad thing, it's normally me, but like, yeah, I'm calm today. Away, away, sees nothing to say. I'm sure. I feel like I feel like I should be down bad for this episode, considering the story, the story that we're about to get into. That it's fine. Okay, man. Yo, I'm excited for this for this album for this EP. Um, yeah, today we are talking about Huey. Uh, he dropped his EP called Summer Grace. Um. Yeah, man, I want to get right into this one. I feel like there's a lot of stuff to unpack on this project. So I don't want to waste too much time with like the intros. Let's get right into it. Your guys' initial thoughts. What are you saying? Moral of the story, leave women today. Hey. Miles. Miles. Yeah, That's just the moral stuff. of the story. What do you say? That's what I, nah, I'm saying. When it comes to women, nah, free yourself. You know, focus on yourself, young king. That's basically <laughs> Huey's story today. Focus on yourself, young king. That's what I'm gonna say. Eh. But yeah, no, nah, it was dope though. It was nice. Um, it started <laughs> very nice, but yo, at the ending, damn. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 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 How do you feel, you know? Um, yeah, no, Huey's project. Um, I like that conceptual approach he took to it. I think you know, you know, we need more albums with that, with that vibe. You know, where you can follow that whole idea yeah. and storyline. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it for the most part um i think there was a lot of good rapping i think he's got a solid pen there was a lot of times i thought like maybe the penmanship could be a bit better you know just fall short some places like a bit of you know just shining moments here and there for me but yeah all in all dope project though yeah and yeah Mm. for me i think it was a good project i think like dway said the conceptual aspect of it was what gripped me the most um i i think the one thing when it comes to albums like conceptual things like i feel like you'll always be gripped from start to finish unless the person's obviously just not good mm, it's so like a like movie that's yeah bro because like and 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 the fact that the story here as well is also just so relatable not me but like you know relatable in the sense that it happens to a lot of people and we've seen it you know and like it's really cool to just kind of go into that and as we're heading into spring the title being summer I don't know, man. It gave me like that. You know, when you open like a photo book and you kind of like go through memories and you, that's kind of what it felt. It kind of gave off nostalgic vibes, even though it was really just in the now, in a sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, for me, I guess like, let me just take it back quickly. My first introduction to Huey was back in, I want to say, end of 2017. He had dropped his single called big boy um oh yeah i remember that single yeah and so at that time i was somewhat still affiliated with cutthroat he was in the scene but like we had basically left but i remember you know writing a review on the on the song uh for one of the publications i used to work for 
And I remember, you know, saying that, like, Huey was one of those artists who, you know, I feel like you should watch out for in the future. And now, you know, years went by and then I, I checked him out again when he dropped uh, his EP called Memories of My Angel, which was basically a dedication to his mom, um, if I remember correctly. And then now we've got, you know, uh, Summer Grace. Uh, creatively, I feel like Summer Grace is somewhat different from his previous work, whether it's Memories of My Angel or Chasing Magic, which was the, the, the last project he dropped before he disappeared for a bit. You know, Chasing Magic and the other ones were very much, you know, in like a rap pocket uh, for the most part. Uh, whereas this one, it's very melodic uh, for the most part and it's very conceptual, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I want us to get into, you know, the concept of this. From what I've heard you guys talking about right now, um, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are saying the concept is revolving around a relationship with the girl, right? With Grace. Um, from like start to finish type of thing. Yeah, Grace. Yeah, yeah, but I think, I don't know what it, like I didn't, I was trying to listen, but I didn't understand, um, you know, like songs like The Dilemma, Say Me A Prayer, like in between the whole love songs because there was love one love two love three mm. in between those songs there were different concepts and different things being explored basically him just talking about the come up like on say me a prayer there's a part is like how do you how is the game how does the game not revolve around talent Huey's still gonna manage you know so there were those things in between which kind of broke the concept mm. i didn't understand it but it was really like there were really good songs i just didn't understand if the whole thing was supposed to be that one concept of grace or these things that were put in were just, you know, different aspects that related to this concept in some way, shape or form. Yeah, mm. that's that's actually what I was going to say, because like a lot of these songs, you know, obviously had that um, storyline. Um, but like in between, it just like it threw me all sorts of ways. You know, it was like it wasn't fully fully executed as perfectly as i feel like it could have been you know just the whole storyline and the whole thread there because you know a lot of those like billo was saying those those little pockets where you went left and kind of went on a different subject matter you know it was a bit like okay you know but he still kind of found ways to sort of bring it back or piece it together but i think it was still a bit like tiny bit like just sloppy you know but i kind of got it you yeah know? Yeah, and like maybe there is a reason behind that. Like I said, like I listened as a listener, I listened, but I didn't get it. But I'm sure there was a reason as to why it happened. So yeah. All right, CZ Ray for Lauren coming to the rescue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I just had to guess himself. Coming before, to the yes. rescue, for Lauren, for Lauren, please, yeah, for Lauren, please save us. Saving All right, nobody. so. Um, <laughs> From, from what I've seen on Twitter and even now with you guys, hearing you guys speak about this, um, a lot of the conversation is focused around the relationship with Grace, right? Mm -hmm. That's the main thing, right? Um, but the more I listened to this project, um, I started to realize some things. One, uh, Grace is not just one person, right? It's, it's a representation of multiple uh, girlfriends from his past so like multiple exes from his past but then he's he, he basically like put them together into like one so he can just focus uh, more you know it is, it is just cleaner that way um, 
So that's the first thing. Yeah. So Grace represents multiple exes, but then he's just personified it into one person. Um, the second thing, uh, what I notice about this is that there's two narratives. One obviously being the actual relationship with Grace, yeah. but then the second narrative um, is what I would like to believe is his relationship with the music and the industry. Just like how Kanye West on thing, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, yeah. uh, that album can take on different meanings depending on how you're listening to it. On the one end, you can look at it from like a, sp a perspective of it's a relationship album, right? Um, about a lover or love interest. Yeah. On the other hand, it takes a completely different meaning when you realize that he's also actually personifying the industry, you know, uh, to a person, you know. And so that's what I came to find with uh, Huey's approach on this tape as well. You're getting a story of Huey as the artist, so a relationship uh, based between him and the music industry, but also Isaac, the person, who he is, you know, in person, outside of the music, who he is towards Grace. Or his past exes okay and so when i when i finally like you know clocked that everything just felt you know fell into place the um, thing is like but, sees, yeah. i get that but it's also like don't you think it should have been made more obvious because like you like not really you, I need to, you, I, you let me tell you what, he doesn't you want to spoon feed you guys yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, we need to we need to push that idea of sometimes. having listeners yeah no true yeah true, true. But like, i just wanted to that's know. the reason yeah, why yeah, we yeah. have this podcast you know to showcase that guys if you open up your mind to things like artists are already doing some some very very dope things out there you know yeah. um but like w let's get into the songs and we'll just break it down as we go along so for the most part you guys can focus on like the like the the romantic relationship aspect of it and then now and then i'll bring in you know the relationship between huey and the industry and, and the music basically um so okay, the first no, song no, was save me a prayer actually makes more sense when i think about it from that aspect yeah, <laughs> yeah okay so the, let's get into shout the first out for song save the day you know me bro my nigga's probably rocking a cape right now <laughs> the first song um chapter one love one it's called at first sight your thoughts guys let's go yeah i think obviously like well based on the concept that i kind of went in with um regarding this project it was a good introduction it was a good introduction into the story contextualized everything that kind of happened um i don't think there's much that i can say about this one besides the fact that obviously he met grace and from there you know you could kind of see that things were about to unravel because okay let me bring up a a bar here basically in the sense that I cracked the smile and then she looked away as if to say that she knew all of our lives are about to change. So obviously when he had met Grace, like something was going to happen. So I think it would it just kind of set it up perfectly in terms of what was about to happen next in this project and in the story. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, from, what, from what I got from it, it was more of the same. It was like, you know, the introduction... Um, of the relationship and the project you know a nice little way to cleverly bring in the story and bring in you know what's about to take place um but yeah there's nothing more i can really say about it it was just a good listen for me a nice you know start off that's it yeah um 
it's an interesting song interesting intro very you know short and brief straight to the point um and you know just based on what i've just told you guys you know about the different relationships and whatnot the, the two narratives running through the project um there's this song called uh love at first sight it's an old song by kylie minogue i don't know if you guys remember kylie mm, minogue she was like a pop star back in the day yeah yeah but then like I think her song was called Love at First Sight as well from like 2003, if I'm not mistaken. And then like a decade later, um, there was a remix, like a like an electro type of remix, which really took off. Yeah, I used to play it a lot back mm. in the thing, like at the, at the Willows there yeah, at the shout time. Out the um, yeah, but basically that, yeah, the, the song is, uh, it's, it's, the remix is by T-Mid. People can check that out. It's called Love at First Sight. And essentially now when I, look at that song and then i you know put it next to huey's song at first sight um it's it's similar similar vibes in the sense of that kylie minogue song essentially is about her basically saying like you know when she finally found music it it almost felt like love at first sight or love at first sound Mm. you know um and so now with huey as well it's that thing of he think of it in a way where by maybe he's at a point in his life where maybe he just discovered music you know and he fell in love with the actual music and then he goes on this journey now uh, of being Huey the artist but also trying to remain true to who he, he is himself as yeah. Isaac the person right um but yeah that that's what I found interesting with that and speaking of you know the Huey versus Isaac uh duality thing i thought that dilemma which was the next song i addressed that pretty well yeah, um okay. what are you guys what are you guys thoughts on dilemma let's yeah, get into that i think one. you see for me that's why dilemma confused me so quickly because it's like the story the story was set in terms of like yo you'd, you'd met this person you know things are about to happen but then when you go into dilemma obviously at the start he kind of speaks about the music but as you delve into it in the chorus where he says whole lot of smoke in my section cash money holes in my section and then he goes on to say things ain't been the same since you left i remember i thought i was made for this shit i was gassed up so when he said things ain't the same since you left i was like how but you just met this person in the first song so what are you talking like (laughs) what is actually happening you know what i mean like that's kind of what was happening in my head when i was listening to it but i guess now when i listen to it and obviously looking at the cash in my section blesses um what is it I, I was with my bro spending blessings that kind of shows that the music itself started taking off so maybe that's where the double narrative kind of fits really perfectly and obviously with that in mind it makes more sense yeah i think that's true like i also had a bit of a you know a confused moment a lot of times actually through this this project because like not like CC Ray. I didn't. I didn't really understand the concept too yeah, well. Yeah, bro. Falari, no, ain't Falari. Hey, bro. He's a genius, dog. But yeah, um, like honestly, uh, it was a good track for me, all in all. Um, like, just just taking it from the way I listened to it, it didn't necessarily fit here, but um, it was good either way. Dope production. I like the sample on there. I'm not really sure where that sample is from, but it was a nice sample. Um, yeah, I, I like a lot of the things he said there, you know, uh, um, before my demise, I'm going to rise to a legend's height, you know, just nice little clever little bars out there. 
Um, although I do want to say the hook was a bit like, you know, just a bit underwhelming for me. Um, I think it could have mm. been a bit stronger there. Um, a lot of the hooks on here, I think, needed more assistance, you know, just to, to, to bring the track to life a bit more. But good track either way. Yeah, I feel you. Um, yeah, let's get deep into this narrative. I think for me, um, on the song... I think he opens up by saying, thankful to meet you. I'm thankful to be here. Thankful for music. I think we could, I think we should be clear. Don't compare Huey to none of these niggas. I'm really one of one. The second coming. Nobody realer. Love, you should get to know me. Um, he then goes on, you know, at the end of the verse by saying, you've got me thinking. I could settle down, but tell me how when there's a whole lot of smoke in my section, cash money holes in my section, whatever, whatever, right? And um, in the context of music being the love interest, then the hook is basically detailing all the distractions that keep him from giving music his you know, full commitment. Mm -hmm. um, but in the context of Grace, the girl, the hook is detailing the distraction that keep him away from being the man Grace needs. You know, from Isaac, mm -hmm. not Huey. From well, my Isaac, thing was like, you know, why, how is that happening so quickly considering the story? You see what I mean? But like I definitely yeah. get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's like you literally just said love at first sight, but now it, does this happen so quickly? You know what I mean? But 21st century love, just, dog. That's what it is. Hey, dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> true as well. I mean, if you look at it from a modern perspective, these are things that happen. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Mm. yeah. Let's get into the next track, Love 2, or the next chapter, Love 2. Uh, name of the song is Attraction. How are you guys feeling about that one? No, I really like this one. I think... Um, and obviously it was a, th this was the continuation from love at first sight and it, and it, and it gripped me and the storytelling here i think one thing that huey really could do um obviously it's a conceptual piece but like the way that his storytelling was so clear like you know you can follow the story from start to finish you're gripped you're into it you know exactly what's happening and that's one thing that i can really appreciate about it. and i think this one as well as um say me a prayer are like my two favorite songs from this like you know if you're saying the songs that you could pinpoint from this those are the these are the two where i was like nah these are the real songs that i could listen to outside of this yeah um for me all i really have to say here is um like i do think this was the point i was making earlier on where i feel like some songs like i feel like he's pain it was like he was a bit lazy with his pen because it's like there's sometimes he's spitting some greatness and sometimes it's just like i'm just hearing everyday rapping so i would have liked him to really take you know see is how you always say like every bar must be like meticulous and have like you know a reason for being there mm. um i just think that's just the only little places i feel like he fell short you know but as a whole complete track it was it was a good listen still um but yeah there was just that was really my only you know gripe with it yeah dope protection too and i think you know what one thing that i can actually point out as well like i don't know if this if this is too if this is like uh a critique per se but it's like one of those things where like with this project i enjoyed it as a whole and listening to the story and kind of you know getting into the narratives but it's like it was so hard to like pick a song that i could listen to outside of it mm. obviously there's so many albums like you can take good kid mad city it's one of those things where it's like it's very hard to listen to certain songs outside of if you're not listening to the whole story 
But like I would have mm. liked more songs in this project that I could just you know download and be like you know what, I just want to listen to this without having to go through this whole story or the whole concept itself. Mm. Now I feel you. I feel you. Um Yeah, I, let's 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 get into the next song, bros. Uh Send me a prayer, which was one of my favorite songs on the definitely, project. Um, definitely, I'm sure we can all agree. Now the pain game was I'm sure we can up, all agree. Right? That yeah, bro. Yeah, this is, I, would like, this one, like, I don't know what this yeah. song came with some other energy, man. Like, it was really good. Nah, I'm sorry, guys. Huey, yeah. yeah nah, right. He was doing bits here. I'm not going to lie, bro. This was, yeah, this was, this was greatness, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, going back to my theory, you know, of... The double narrative running through the project um on this song he says what do you see when you look at me do you see mm. all my fears days in the darkness will you be here um so you know just those couple of bars over there i took it you know they could have two meanings one this could be isaac now you know having an honest conversation with grace you know asking her you know obviously what she sees in him perhaps as a way of getting some sort of, I guess, reassurance or, you know, from her, you know, to patch up some sort of, le- some level, I guess, of insecurity or, or uncertainty within the relationship, right? Um, but two, on the other hand, it could be Huey, the artist, asking music, you know, like what it sees in him, you know, like there's so many other dope artists out there, like why, why, why was he the chosen one, you know? Maybe it came at a point where he wasn't, so sure about the industry and you know the game because uh earlier on i can't remember what song it was might have been dilemma actually where you're speaking about how it's not always the the most talented people that are you know praised yeah it's it's even in this song where he's like um we are not judged of talent tell me how that's not madness oh you see yeah it's perfect it's in the song Yeah. exactly so that's how i took it so it's two meanings in one song right off of just of those few bars um one him asking grace you know he's feeling uncertain feeling a bit insecure about his place within the relationship so he's asking the girl like yo what do you see in me really like you know and then also the second one asking the music like asking the music industry like yo what why me you know kind of thing so i really appreciated that the narrative was still there you know he was still sticking to the duality of the story um but yeah how are you guys feeling about this song yeah like i said um this was definitely one of my my favorite songs i think it is my favorite actually let me not even lie to you i think yeah just that just that double aspect of it like at the start where he was kind of talking about the music and how you know um people not everyone just makes it just purely because of talent and it's also that thing of like you know those questions that he was asking i don't know like it 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 was very it was very vulnerable in a sense of like i don't know like it was very it was very open and it's like these are the doubts that people have when they go into relationships or new ventures for themselves and these are the things that you constantly ask yourself or try to you know gauge um and i think that was just a really good way and the flow here the way that he he attacked it it was really dope you know when you say that line and then you breathe in between like i think yeah, just the way I that it all came together <laughs> yeah mm. bro that flow is really dope so i think yeah, the way that bro. it all just came together was really cool yeah i know you guys honestly touched on everything i have nothing more to say about this one all i can say like you said it was one of my favorites um yeah production penmanship like delivery um the dualities of the story just 
continuously going like she said you know being able to carry even though i didn't get it you know now i can kind of see you know what you're talking about you know and i think that's really dope so yeah nothing more i can say there dope track yeah um the next song is a peaceful interlude mm. uh some raps over there because yeah he's coming to some raps. raps less melody more rapping yeah uh, what are your what, what are your thoughts on that one no i'll i'll yeah this one i don't know man i don't I, actually i won't lie i don't have much to say on this one i think it just it came because i think it, yeah, I don't it also like this <laughs> it didn't it, it this wasn't like an integral part of the story in any like i don't think it much you know what i mean for me so i i kind of just glossed over this one so I, i'm not gonna lie and say I yeah have a lot i feel like say. this one is where you really like you know these boob bath beats you really need to say some memorable shit because hey it's like you won't really remember the song too well you know just it just just this is how i take it like that sort of production needs you to really 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 kill it um but yeah i think his pen was strong on here but it's like Mpilo was saying it wasn't really memorable you know i can't really you know i can't really even think of how the, how 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 his cadence was or anything on this so yeah i think tracks like these definitely need to make a bit more you know memorable to the listener yeah um i think well, for me i guess it's one of those things where because i clocked you know the double narrative early on i was able to you know pick up on everything with every song um so with this one the way i interpreted it was that um even though so like he's very he's very like confident with his raps you know he's just exploding with bravado on this one he's talking his shit you know um he's in full huey rapper mode you know we hear and then all of a sudden while he's still rapping you know um we hear that voice message you know from the girl who could be a representation of grace is that what she's saying i'm trying to call you or something yeah the voice note says hi i've been trying to reach you please just call me back when you get this message mm. um so now i thought at first i thought this was random but then when i thought about it again i'm like nah man this is actually the perfect placement of that voice message because it comes at a point where you know huey the rapper is you know in full, full rapper mode he's on his grind you know um but now you get this girl on some like yo like you you i feel I, I feel left out you know i feel i feel neglected so to speak you Which know like i've been trying to reach you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and so like I, I i don't i feel like you know there's no connection right now between us kind of thing and so now huey is juggling being huey the rapper but also a reminder that he's also trying to find the balance you know of him being the best man he can be for grace in addition to being the best artist he can be as huey mm, you know mm, and then that that led perfectly into disconnect um what are you guys thoughts on disconnect yeah disconnect um you know i think th- this this happens all the time in in most situations where you get to that point where it's like things are tense things are crazy um but no one wants to address the elephant in the room and then at the same time it's like things are bad you can see that a situation is not meant for you but at the same time you don't want to let the person go um so mm. you know i think it was a clear it was a clear way of 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 putting that although to some extent it was pretty simple i think 
even with the lyrics but like i think it was a good way to just put it and now that you've also kind of explained the previous song leading into this it would make sense as to why the relationship was starting to go sour at this point mm. so i think that was a really good way of doing that and i think yeah this was a good song in terms of just you know making that known or making that evident to you yeah i think yeah great rapping again i think the pen picked up again um just like you say yeah i think it's it's that point in the project and that point of the relationship where it's like you know who are you giving your time to more um what's more important to you you know that thing caesar saying um so it's like yeah i mean that's very relatable you know um especially people you know coming up in entertainment and and chasing their goals and chasing their dreams it's like a lot of times you have to prioritize you know and sometimes you don't mm. give some things as much as as much attention as you should you're giving other things which might not be you know as important in other people's eyes you know more attention you know that type of whole thing so i think it was a really dope way of how 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 he got that off you know especially with she's making that clearer um yeah so i think that's that's a really top tier track love three yes sir yeah it's it's that point in the it's it's the breaking point um in the relationship between him and grace basically i feel like you know leading up to this moment he was faced with a decision you know the girl or the world mm. remember that song by drake yes. what's what the song where he said the that girl actually? Or the world um the girl of the something, world something oh, i um, can't choose <laughs> yeah yeah i thought i could have it all do i really gotta choose yeah. you know Oh, it was sooner thing. than so later, like right? On so far gone. Sooner, yeah, there yeah. we go. So far gone. So I feel like with who, uh, with um, with Huey here, it's that thing of, you know, Grace is basically now saying like, look, dude, like I'm, I've I've been patient, you know, but, I can't keep you know being second fiddle to your career. Like I I I need the attention. I need the commitment, mm. you know. And then Huey. Is basically like Ish. But like I'm on the brink of this greatness. Grinding I gotta go with the you know I gotta go with the grind. You give me and then it, it it breaks the relationship, unfortunately, you know. Um and then that leads us into time of my life. So now it's like fresh out of the relationship, the breakup, and you know, he's trying to piece himself together again, you know, find the pieces and you know, try and move. Um what are you guys' thoughts on this song? Yeah, I think, you know, time of my life was definitely a, a period of reflection, I think, for me. Um, I think even just with the opening line saying, best time of my life, you gave me the best time of my life, I swear. I like taking flights, you could find me somewhere in the skies, I'm airy. My, you know, basically going on just, you know, reflecting on all the good that has happened. And I think in this, in this part as well, um, you know obviously like i said it's a period of reflection but he also takes notes of like the things that he may have done wrong or because he mm. does say here um where does it say uh but he basically does say that he notices that he was a problem at a stage and he was the issue mm. but i think yeah this is definitely just the period of reflection and when it comes to this you can even just sense that yeah the project is about to end yeah you know and yeah i think that's one thing i can appreciate as well like with this conceptual like you can you can feel you can you're going through the phases of the album so perfectly and you know when it's gonna end you know when the middle is you know when the start is and he doesn't even have to say that to you you know what i mean so i think that's one thing that you can really appreciate from that but yeah this was a nice one as well 
yeah i think personally for me he had one of the best verses on um this track in terms of just introspection um i'm mm. not sure Mpilo, if where you were what you were alluding to was um this quote i'm about to say because you did say like there's a lot of like just reflection here um yeah. of you know just how he moves and am i the problem or you know what i mean like um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so he goes on to say my mind has got a hold of me you lifted made a hold in me do my best to carry all the weight i think the words that came from you are what my karma had to say i caught astray um you know just him sort of reflecting mm. maybe as well on the relationship and you know how or he, his actions leading up to what transpired you know um so yeah, i think yeah, this yeah. was i think the way he put it here was one of the the shining moments on here you know so really dope i really like this one i think it really it really this is kind of probably where i might have got more of an idea of the story too you know um but yeah mm. really dope stuff my shit like italian leather what i tell you come on let's go <laughs> <laughs> you know this this was the lead single you know of of the thing mm. of the ep um dropped a video and everything for it uh but like when i really think about it now obviously essentially this is a breakup song you know but it's it's such a a different approach to a breakup song a lot of the time when you hear artists you know writing about breakups it's usually coming from like a a place of sadness a place of melancholy a place of sometimes anger, bitterness yeah. and mm, anger mm. but betrayal with huey yeah and betrayal you know it's it's always yeah it's usually like that but then like with huey he handles it with such grace no pun intended mm. um mm. taking nice accountability nice as nice well of the issues yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's he looks back on the relationship with you know accountability but also with appreciation uh, you know for having had the opportunity to experience this love mm. um which you don't really hear often especially in rap hey, you know if, niggas if always niggas bad, is like, no, talking about their breakup nigga. like <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, just code like, feature, dog. I promise you, find no positive. You get me, and so I thought this was—I thought this was a very, very dope I, take I, I on a breakup song because ultimately this is a breakup song, and you know while we're speaking on the on the whole thing of accountability and you know appreciation, uh, the next song is love for acceptance, mm. and obviously this is the point in the relationship or post breakup now where he's accepted what's happened um but yeah i have a few things to say but I, I, i'd like to hear you guys take on on this final song kind of the final song yeah i was about to say is, is it, but yeah no i think you know it's like the stages were were so clearly indicated and i think throughout the songs as well you were able to just grip that um i think acceptance was really good these last two songs were really good in terms of like phasing it out and kind of you know um in this period of accept in this period of acceptance there was also more reflection and more appreciation um of what had previously transpired and i think you know with that being said um he became a better person for it um so yeah i think i yeah it was a really good song i enjoyed that one um nothing more to say from me yeah i enjoyed this one um good song um i don't really have much to say it was it was definitely like um key to the story i think i'm not sure who was there a feature on you because i heard you know yeah the, a woman about to say it's it. also yeah <laughs> i was about to say it was also just dope to hear a different voice because obviously throughout it was just huey in this one 
So, you know, to hear someone else come in, I think that was also partly to give like a different perspective per se, but I'm not sure. Hi, this guy just hit some other high note. Anyway, but you see, I would have loved that voice to, uh, you know, come back a bit more throughout the project just to give that grace aspect, you know, a bit more, just to push that narrative a bit more. Um, I think that would have been dope. Um, but all in all, I think she killed it. Song was dope, so yeah. Yeah, acceptance. Uh, I just wanna, cause I think for like the last two songs, um, I haven't uh, circled back to the the narrative of uh, Huey and his relationship with the music. We've been focused on uh, Isaac and Grace, um, but on this song, he says, "My love for you sort of feels like therapy." Now, we often hear, you know, how some artists see music as an outlet, mm. you know, as a form of therapy. You know, we've all heard that before, right? Yeah. Um, and so once again, this is a reminder of the two narratives running through the project. You know, on the one hand, Huey's love for music has helped him deal with his own troubles, you know, of the mind. But also on the other hand, Isaac's love and relationship with Grace has had a positive impact on who he is today as a person. Um, Despite the relationship being over, he is grateful. Just like I said earlier, you know, he's grateful. He's not bitter, you know. Um, and personally, for me, I don't know about you guys, but personally, I've always been a firm believer in remembering good relationships, how they were during the time that you guys were together, rather than focusing on how they ended. Um, I just feel like sometimes focusing on how or why things ended can leave a bitter aftertaste, you know. Mm. Um and so I always consciously try not to define something by the way it ended for fear of, you know, tarnishing any of its beauty. And I feel like that's what he was going for. That's the sentiment I got from this story, this mm, project. Mm, mm. You know, in Twitter, I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, oh, they're so heartbroken about how the story ended and whatnot. But I'm like, to me, it's, he's not looking at it from like a place of, you know, sadness or bitterness yeah like we know? didn't need bitter rap he's content this, you know like yeah he's just content with with how everything played out because ultimately you know these relationships have made him who he is today and i think he's better for it that's why he looks at, um back on it in such in, in in this lens so i thought that was like a good closing to the story mm. like the official story of grace and you know isaac or huey in that regard because the next song is like a bonus, bonus basically, you know, edition. some sort of a love letter to his fans this time around. You know, it's more like a thank you to his fans, a love letter to his fans, which I thought was quite cool as well to, to get that from him. What do you guys think of that of that song? Yeah, that one was also nice as well. I really enjoyed it. And I personally it didn't even feel like a bonus. I think it just kind of wrapped itself so perfectly in the yeah in the whole piece, and I think it was just a really good way of just ending it off. Um, obviously, like a thank, even titling it a thank you song kind of carried that energy of like you know no bitterness, just yeah. be happy, you know. Like, uh, and I think you know for the most part, like you said, sees not a lot of people do that. People want that. Hey, I'm mad. Like, what the hell just happened? You know what I mean? But like to to take to have this take was really cool so yeah it was a nice way to end it off and just you know sign sealed delivered kind of thing yeah and i think there was also another shining moment on here in terms of the wordplay where he was saying um 
You couldn't pay me enough for doing any of this. I can never tell the pain that comes with carrying gifts. Life isn't always diamonds from American Swiss, but stay dropping jewels because you get what you give. I was like, alright, okay. Mm. Now, you mm. see, these, these, these mm. are those great moments that I'm like, yo, those mm. are unforgettable, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think all in all, it was a nice way to close off the project. Like Mpila was saying, even though it was a bonus, it still felt like it fitted so well there as an outro. Um, like a thank you, fan love type of thing. Like, you know, just going through what CZ was saying with the uh, um, those those storylines, those dualities. So it's kind of almost him. Like the one story ended, now he's saying thank you to the fans, almost to the music side, you know, to say, you know, um, this mm. is how he feels and whatnot because, you know, obviously he's wrapped up the gray segment. So I think it was a nice way to close off this project. And yeah, man, very strong ending for me. Yeah, great outro. Um, great closing to the story. Um, yeah, I, I am just so happy, you know, to see where Huey is today. At the start of this episode, I said, you know, I remember, I vividly remember, you know, having to write, you know, a review on on the single that he had just dropped, you know. Um, and I was just like, man, he's such a refreshing dude to listen to. You know, his flow, his cadence was just so, it was just laid back and cool, man, you know. Um, and so now, a few years later, he's here with this very, very impressive body of work. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I think if there's one thing I could say, perhaps maybe, yeah, he would have benefited by having, you know, like a woman uh more of that uh of the of the uh, presence of the woman just like mm. how she came through in that one song but also the, on the other hand it's like maybe she doesn't want you know grace's story to be told from his perspective like let's one day maybe we don't know who like these girls are maybe one of them are actually artists and one day we'll hear their story <laughs> you know we don't know yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but i thought it was cool um yeah man I saw that on Twitter, just closing, on Twitter he had, he had tweeted that he would like to do like a a, a collab project with someone. Um, I don't know. That's probably to I'll bring this to what, life, yeah. How, who would you guys, you know, out of all the, the women that, that we've, um, you know, spoken about in, in, in the, on the show, who would you think would be like the perfect fit for, for Huey? I think... The only reason why I'm saying this is because of like the 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 storytelling aspect, but I think Marshbit because of how she can storytell and it will come together so well in terms of them both being able to express their narratives clearly. So that would have been an, that would be an interesting take. But also then I don't know. Yeah, I think that would be a good one for me. I feel like Marshbit is a bit too. The way she her songs are a bit just too too well structured, but I don't know how to put it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy, I think for B somehow would have fit nicely in here. I don't know. I just feel that same sort of vibe. I feel like she could she could do something nicely with these with these type of records, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's who I. I think. was thinking more. I was thinking more. Um, Monal. Monal. Mm. Um, yeah just like the poetic aspect of it to be able to paint like those vivid pictures mm, you know mm, bring mm, stories to mm. life sort of thing because huey isn't like the most lyrical guy like he doesn't have like those punch lines right but he's able to conjure like those images yes, you know sure. just like completely were saying at the beginning it felt like opening up like a, a photo book right a photo album yeah and yeah, yeah. you know 
and just yeah, kind yeah. of going through your but memory. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add to this. Um, no, shout out Huey, man. This was actually like obviously like I've always heard the name, but I've never actually listened to the music. So this was a this was this was actually my first, you know, listen. So I enjoyed it. It was good. For sure, for sure. Shout out to Huey. Let's keep rocking. That's what I can say. <laughs> yeah man guys if you're still listening um that means you mess with the show that means we mess with you um if you if you ever listen to this very very dope project bro um For sure. yeah i'm a fan of this one of my favorites uh hip-hop album projects this year so far locally that's for sure. Yeah, shout out for Lauren for coming through because I also wouldn't have understood. Yeah, we're lost without like, you. It, it would have been hard to kind I of We're lost without you, for, yeah. for sure. We're lost. <laughs> yeah, we're lost. Hey, for Lauren the genius, you know what it is. Double M um, genius. Yeah, this is. This has been the best Kips you could podcast, aka the podcast about nothing, where we talk about everything. Um, I was not alone. I was joined by my brethren, Below Might Just and Prince Dways. Until next time, goodbye. Peace and love. Peace.